0: The holidays are overwhelming already, and especially for our loved ones with sensory processing disorder. In this episode, we will discuss the questions submitted for our Ask Our OT segment with our special guest and rock star mom. Hey there! Ever wish you were friends with an occupational therapist or even a medical doctor? Well, you're in luck Welcome to your dose of Thriving Tuesday with Yogi Doc, where we dive into anything and everything from lifestyle topics to legit research. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so make sure that you check with your own healthcare provider. And with that being said, be ready to get inspired, get candid, and get thriving with the holistic twist of medicine. Stay tuned and grab that cup of coffee or cup of tea because the time has come, friends. I'm your hostess, thriving with the mostest, occupational therapist, Dr. Tiffany. And on this ride of life by my side is my co-host and physician, Dr. Shaz. So say goodbye to surviving because it's time that we start thriving. Hey. Hello. Hey. This week we have a special guest. Yes, we have Brittany, the rock star mom here.
1: Why thank you.
0: She's joining us. And we are chit chat about like the holidays. The holidays are coming up. We got Thanksgiving peeking around the corner. Right around the
1: corner. Which is
0: my thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've never been a big like Christmas fan. New Year's. Thanksgiving's I'm my thing.
1: All about Christmas. Yeah. We can skip Thanksgiving. No, not
0: really. I know, people but... go straight from Halloween a day to Christmas very easily, and it's quite annoying yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the turkeyest moment. Yeah. I guess Thanksgiving's yeah. not all the turkey, but it's more so because like, I don't have to buy people gifts, and we still get together and have to.
1: And that's always nice. No expectation beyond yeah, that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I could see that.
0: It's always been my favorite. I did the turkey trout last year. It's like the most active, I think, ever in my life. Really? like i went to Good. a turkey trip.
1: how long did it take you to finish pretty long yeah
0: yeah <laughs> like, not the normal well, scene i wasn't well, running all the whole time i dressed up
1: that's a plus that that's yeah. a plus
0: so Chris, is you, christmas is your favorite
1: holiday halloween really but halloween? yeah oh favorite actually this is our first year where we didn't have all the kids together trick-or-treating My oldest went with her friends. My youngest and I were just chilling, passing out candy. And then my husband took our middle son out for a little bit. Like a brand? Yeah, yeah.
0: You guys have trick-or-treaters come to your door? eh?
1: Lots of trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Oh, Yes,
0: ran out of candy. Didn't have any. None? Wow. I just had a ton of candy, so we could definitely snack don't (laughs) know. Yes,
1: I would love that.
0: But yeah, so I, I'm at Thanksgiving, but I guess I could see the benefits of the candy.
1: Definitely, lots of candy and just treats Have
0: you in general. In a shady situation?
1: Ooh, for base? Halloween. Oh, always been on like base for Halloween most of the time. It's very chill.
0: So, by base, she mean?
1: Yes, it's a military base and I never like worried trick or treating on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just hear about it. Like, oh yeah. I'm not sure.
1: Especially nowadays. I
0: don't know. Yeah. I don't even want to know, but there's a lot of holidays coming up. A lot of our, so a lot of the things I always get questions about is cause like, christmas and new year's and like like even hanukkah too they have sensory like fire the candles or i always get the lights of the christmas tree i get a ton of questions from parents more so yeah than i do halloween actually really i feel like people ask me more about those holidays and i don't know i guess there's like a ton of things that you can Think about and work more with kids, a sensory processing disorder more, more. Okay. Some kind of sensory challenges, at least. And so, like, I think that those are like prime for challenges for them.
1: Definitely. Seems to have more
0: questions. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, we, this week, we launched a course. A email series. It's totally free. It's like more so. I'd say the templates are pretty. There's a top templates that are with it as well and some video content but awesome that mm-hmm. goes over holidays but okay i should add some halloween to that yes definitely yeah i should definitely add some halloween to that So yeah. i like that i uh, so. wait to see idea. the templates
1: and... that's a good idea yeah um,
0: Go check mm-hmm. it out are you looking for more to podcast Tune into to Yogi Doc's Medical Mystery Monday, where we discuss our true crime series on how medicine could be a very bloody and mysterious business. For those of you that are listening and that don't know, so sensory processing disorder is a neurological condition that essentially just means our brain is having a hard time processing any sensory input or stimuli. So like a lot of those Christmas lights are very visually appealing, and we have a lot of kiddos that are tactile seeking so they might want to touch things that might be dangerous such as fire and things like that so it and it all comes down to like how we're regulating our sensory system overall and then we have seeking behaviors that kind of come from that that can be a challenge for parents at times it all starts based on understanding our sensory system and so I know a lot of our parents are very familiar with the uh, common things like our hearing or our sense of smell or sense of smell or smell it's not really a sense of smell it is a sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> and then our taste and and so eyesight for and sure touch, visual yeah the visual yeah, and in ot like i definitely focused the best- proprioceptive input as well which is extremely foundational to our sensory system letting us balance and maintain and Regulating uh, right. responses and like these challenges that parents are receiving. So an example of that, I've seen kiddos when their mom goes to the bathroom and input the separation, and they're also dysregulated at the same time. Will have they'll come out of all of their orifices. Absolutely, <laughs> they will vomit and diarrhea and oh, yeah. all at the same time. I've seen like kiddos have physical reactions as well to sound of a leaf blower so if you're dysregulated it can really like
1: my son really didn't like it. the wind he uh-huh. did not want to go outside when it was windy it
0: was he windy. did not like i don't like, like conditioning blowing on me but like the wind it's as a baby scary. he did not he just cried yeah yep it's like always on, like windy balls are like not so windy even
1: it wasn't really? horrible like. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty windy, but not to where you weren't able to do anything. We like outside. to put on like
0: like long sleeve clothes to like not
1: feel yep, it. And, and a hat cover. and a
0: cover. Yeah, so you would cover. it.
1: Oh yeah, that's one way that kind of blanket. Sometimes
0: work around that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen all sorts of things. We also have the wet wet sensations. Yes, I've seen a ton of kiddos having issues with like bath time These they're having a hard time like regulating. Either the temperature the tactile response that water provides and so right. like a bath time could be a struggle and it could be related to a sensory component which is like an everyday task essentially you're like yeah maybe every day more maybe common more common tasks yeah. that we we need to do to take care of ourselves and then it taking take care of ourselves too is the textures in food and eating yes and like how that can relate and how many behaviors do you see go around foods is it related to a behavioral response or a sensory so Mm -hmm. I got a lot of info I got some ideas actually a handout I'm just like thinking of this diagram yeah my head I should throw together yes that kind of helps me differentiate too but side note (laughs) that was a side note uh, but yeah and then like kiddos having difficulties because of sensory dysregulation with like car rides and that's going to be an issue with the holidays coming up too if like you're traveling to go see family but seeing difficulties in the school bus very common I feel like I come across too is like labels on
1: yeah I would have to cut my daughter's labels out of her shirts for sure sometimes she'll still ask yeah not as much as she used to when she was little she didn't like them not a
0: big fan. No, not at all. She said they were itchy. I thought they were itchy. Sensitive to, they use yep. so many things to adapt from there. It can affect things that are every day. It's not even just so much big mainstream things, daily. Right. Irritant challenges. Okay, so. Hey, Definitely. You're listening to Yogi Doc, a podcast powered by Telethrive. Telethrive provides occupational therapy services in multiple states while specializing in sensory integration, social-emotional regulation, feeding therapies, neuromotor disorders, and pediatric neurodevelopmental disorders, which include ADHD, autism, learning disabilities, and so much more. On this podcast, our healthcare providers become your best friend. Thanks for tuning in to Yogi Doc. Now let's get back to thriving. So on this part, I know that there can be so many questions, especially with the holidays coming up. And that's why I created that course and those handy templates. But I also sent out some questions on social media or any of our platforms, if anybody's been following us, asking parents, like, what are some questions that you have that you would like to? What are some challenges you think you're going to come up with in the holidays? And what's going on specifically That's with our loved ones with sensory processing disorder? What kind of major challenges were going to come across? And so we picked out some of the most common kind of questions that came across. And Brittany being the Miss Rockstar mom over there, do you mind reading out some of the questions for me? Sure. All right
1: dad here is asking about touching the tree
0: touching the tree
1: the christmas tree we
0: must be touching the tree quite a lot we're blocking it for whatever i've seen a lot of people block it up, but i'm a big advocate of conditioning over punishing and like taking them away from the situation so like as much as you can redirect or use like if this and providing like some kind problem-solving statement as well. An if-then statement. Give them a different option. Read that kind of scenario as well. In the course that I just, you know, completed that that's listed for everybody for free and the the link will be in the show descriptions and website as well. But uh, in the course we do give a template out for creating a social story. So I do suggest that too as well. And I know that they make children's particularly that are touching the christmas tree and things like that that maybe you can incorporate to redirect it prior to to be a little bit more proactive on that perspective letting them being a part of the decorating so they feel like to touch it but then like still be able to stay away from it and then what are they really seeking seeking a tactile response out of it is there something else that you can give them as a stimulant for that or is it a seeking situation? Is it a behavioral situation? Something that you can redirect their hands to do something else? Yes. Or is it something, you know, focus on whether it's that or whether it's a behavior? My
1: person. kids definitely would take stuff from the bottom of the tree for sure. Ornaments. Yeah.
0: And I feel like if that's important to you for them not to touch, and if then statement goes across the board more generic fairly easily whether it's more of a seeking or a behavioral response if that's important to you
1: attention. yeah
0: all right what else do we got here
1: all righty mom is asking about eating plastic why like, do some kids eat plastic or chew just like
0: i eat plastic is are they seeking like a, an oral sensory like stimulant and input like some kind of oral input that would be my first question. If that's what you're, is that what mom's looking for, or something like that? And I would think of what kind of textured foods before we go to the holidays to redirect them. If it's a more of a behavioral thing, you, it's where's the behavior coming from is where where it's stemming from. But I that they do make Lego shoe necklaces. I really like those quite often. Maybe you could redirect it. To if it, if you're seeking the attention, give it something functional, but I prefer to set like more of like a chew session per se and like a functional component right before eating and then associating of texture foods that oral simulations so that we're peeling back from that because chewing on plastic is functional. So then I want to try to redirect it to something that is functional. If they need it for a social, emotional, like comfort or behavioral scenario, like maybe we could try a different kind of true object that's maybe more for that. Not picking plastic, maybe having a piece that's too small. Right. Safe. So I would focus on like, how can you redirect that input more, and provide them with that more associated around function does that make sense it does make sense okay yeah yeah and you're the mom here so I make sure that <laughs> i'm making sense no yeah All definitely right. Right. it makes sense right, well,
1: that's uh, oh wow family
0: judging that's a tough one yeah mm-hmm. because you don't know what anything with i feel like it's always an adventure with sensory processing disorder in a way it's Depending on how you're regulated and how your sensory diet is doing, each moment could be so different. There could be a trigger at any moment. Like, we could be having a smooth time, we could be having anti social time, we could be having increased meltdowns, we could be having, like, difficulty time regulating things. It could be all over the board, depending on what can happen, and there's so many changes during the holidays, right? We could be on a different vacation, we could have people stay with us at our house, our decorations in our house have changed things are not as controlled right. when you're already feeling very overwhelmed and dysregulated. So you don't know what kind of meltdowns you might, have. or maybe it's a behavior like the eating classic and family, like judging, are right. like, you letting them do that? Or maybe it's like they only eat certain things and now family's judging the picky eater. Or they're judging how you're parenting the situation. Cause maybe you understand your child differently. Like with, Some grandparents I've met, there's been like a bit of a barrier with understanding like whether I can't see it, it's there kind of response too. So you got to remember you're the one advocating for your kid, right? So at the end of the day, like, yes, we all care what everybody's thinking and it's hard to say, not hard. It's easy to say, just don't care about it. We have to, it also doesn't matter. You, you know what your kid is going And so it's up to you to advocate for them at that perspective. And balancing your support system, toxic influences in your support system. How can you focus more your self care? Noticing that's the priority, the priority. And parenting perspective. Yeah. It's uh, always everybody else's opinion. You start journaling. They always say journaling helps parents. Things. and we did a temp- definitely. and we did cast a couple weeks back we did a temp- as we did like, uh, five different templates to start journaling and yeah, that's posted on the say, blog yeah that's posted on the blog the website awesome i'll just say uh, yeah
1: it that'll be helpful journaling i feel like is definitely a good outlet to get stuff out
0: good but yeah it's really comes down to what matters and as crazy as this it's crazy but it's the sound as the it same um but like a good friend of mine used to be sick what's your circle of concern and i cannot believe that but yeah, that's, I, that's like that. That that. yeah. <laughs> I like that
1: i've never heard of that
0: i like Shout out. All right, what else do we got here?
1: What kind of functional
0: toys for the holidays coming around? Oh, that's a good question. Like, we were just talking about like six and toys as well. And so like that you gotta kinda look at like a toy has a skill, right? And has a function. For example, like as as simple as the sounds, the Hot Wheels, it's a supposed to be a toy that rolls right and you play with it and you do things that not just hold it in your hand and walk around there's no function there's no nothing going on and there's skills that you're using there you're using five motor skills you're using social skills you're using play skills you're using problem solving and ideation and you're using core strength and just all sorts of things coordination stability like everything with what seems like such a simple play task and the best way to optimize any kind of toy if we're gonna to be going with it, is making sure that there is some kind of function, some kind of skill that we're gaining and we're learning it's at least being used in that way too. Just like hold on, I've seen so many kids who don't eat or don't do anything, but they walk around with a spoon in their hand. I have no idea that a spoon feeds. And I'm like, okay, let's start work start starting yep. And so like five toys that have a function to it and actually have thrown together a pdf that goes through one t- one go-to toy from my little ot magic bag awesome that in each like kind of skill in a way yeah and i've got that pdf too i should list that comments in this one as well i didn't even think about that but i don't have to definitely add that link in i was it's supposed to be released I just created it last night so I'm thinking yeah. it was going to come out this week and i adding it as part of the course as well as this bundle.
1: Very nice. That's going to help. I struggle with toys, trying to find toys for my son sometimes. It would be nice to have some type of guide.
0: Yeah. For, there's just so many you know, toys that you can That are actually too. functional. Yeah. I try to create, like, a really condensed kind of, it's like just, like try to pick my one go-to for each category kind Cray. of thing. But there's just, it's looking at the skill of the toy. The day. What are we gaining from it? Mm-hmm. It's important. Shouldn't take up space and <laughs> purpose. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Do you have any more? We, we
1: do. Okay. A kiddo that is running around and breaking things. What do we do?
0: Well, that can go so many ways. Are they running around breaking things? Really. Are they running around breaking things because they're trying to touch everything? Because they're like seeking tactile. Like, whoa, why are we running around breaking things? First question. So I would, I'm for with destructive. I'm going to take this as destructive body awareness kind of question since it's more like a sensory kind of. Thing. Okay. Because the behavioral, you can go in a whole other direction as well. And so if we're tactile seeking and whatnot, like, it, about right and you with your ot about particular protocol whether dpt brushing is with the Wilbur protocol for you guys whether you tactile responses what can you do to prepare yourself prior to going someplace i'm guessing going to somebody else's house and you're running out that's how I'm envisioning that. And so, what other things can provide this action? So it's like really looking at what is the seeking and a behavioral response or many ways that you can go about it. There's the component of your own parenting side to it as well. At the end of the day, that you, the parent, teach you and parent you want in that perspective. But so, how you can incorporate social stories? It's expected. In an if-then situation, are you in a scenario that re- you start leaning on that star chart and reward system? I try to use that as a resort, especially in a behavior. But why is that? Just because network becoming dependent on having to reward of to us. Yeah, so we're treating behavior yeah. in that way. So it's only okay, and it might work for now. And you get what you need right now, but it's just going to create. I could see a buildup yeah. as they get older. Yeah. yeah. And not even subconsciously. They don't even realize are doing it. It's just, it's going to create more. Yeah. And we're trying to drive, man. We're trying to my way. Absolutely. <laughs> perfect. Is that all their questions?
1: That is.
0: Oh, perfect. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And I hope to see you back soon. Absolutely. Virtual high five because you just finished another episode of Thriving Tuesday with Yogi Doc. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more or would like to be a guest, head over to our website and check out our show notes, our blog, and even register for our newsletter. And don't forget to contact us. To join our community, check us out on social media at yogidoc.tt and show some love by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Another way you can support our podcast is through paypal.me yogidoc and by checking our Amazon recommendations. All links are in the description. Remember to check with your own healthcare provider. This has been a Yogi Doc production powered by Telethrive. Until next time, explore your wonder and keep thriving.